0: a public school teacher from New Hyde Park, New York, on episode 15 of... My guest today is a man of many talents, whom I have looked up to for many years. For some of that time, or the early part of that time, he was just my friend's older brother, but in the time since, I've come to consider him a friend and fellow provocateur in his own right. I don't remember when we met, but I do remember watching him dress up as Santa Claus and make mildly vulgar commentary that went mostly over the head of the young nephew for whom he had donned the fat suit, beard, and red and white coat. He is also a high school teacher, the father of a beautiful German shepherd, as well as the relatively new father of a... think it's fair to say more beautiful almost one-year-old daughter all the ladies in the place with style and grace please welcome my older sister daniel federa daniel-san how are you please Bitches, please. So, uh, what time is it there? It's uh, it's early in New York.
1: It's a quarter after nine o'clock in the morning. It's not that early. It's gorgeous, though. We had some ridiculous rain last evening, but now we are set for a, a beautiful weekend weather-wise. Anyway, I'm sure there's still like a lot of pain and suffering going on in the world, but the weather is <laughs> fucking. Boring.
0: That's certainly correct. Gosh, I had I had such a terrific sandwich the other day. Ah, Darfur is tough. Anyways, <laughs> no, yeah, we are uh, we are children of white privilege, privilege, generally yes, privilege. Yes, we are. White privilege, by the way, is the, is the name of my rap alias.
1: I like that. I think that's very funny. My rap
0: alias is Explosive D.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Never heard that. Um, so how's the how's the education game these days, Dan? Like, how does it feel to mold young hearts and minds?
1: I'm not molding, dude. It's not I I kind of feel like uh the go-to reference teachers are always saying
0: now that we're glorified babysitters. Like that—that's the go-to description. How's the whole fatherhood thing going, Dan? I mean, fatherhood's
1: cool. Night. Well, ninety percent of it's cool.
0: You're not at the stage and where that, you started to threaten boyfriends with violence yet, right? I mean, she's still she's not even one yet, so.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. But I mean, a lot of my female students tell me like they're trying to prep me oh, to God. get me ready what I'm gonna have to put up with, and I'm kind of like like I've got these two young ladies in one of my classes. Dresses, and they're nice. They're definitely not the brightest children in the world, but they're sweet kids. Yeah, of course. And they're looking they're looking at prom dresses and like they're not really in my mind dresses. They're they're like kind of straps that are sewn together that cover strategically different parts of the body. And I don't say that to them because that would be rude and inappropriate, but they tell me flat out, "Oh yeah, my dad just spent, you know, 800 bucks for my dress." Is that is that for real? Is that the going rate? Right? Is that what people do? Because uh I'm not gonna do that.
0: My father spent uh eight dollars on the belt he beat the shit out of me for when I asked him <laughs> to buy me a dress for eight hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'll take it one further. My father stole the soap that he put in my mouth every time I said the word yeah, there fuck.
0: You <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah! Wow, God! I'm. Mean, you know what? Women's clothing, though, like if you I'm, listen, I'm not an economist, but if you look at things on like an elasticity curve, I have no fucking clue how women's clothing is so expensive. <laughs> if it's all made in, in China or Korea, anyways, yeah. I don't understand what. I guess some of the you know the handmade stuff in the United States, obviously that would cost more, but I don't. You know. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Japan a little bit. I think we all we right. should we should actually maybe continue to rant about like these kids today with the. A- <laughs> yellow well tell me
1: what what are uh
0: japanese kids like oh god oh man japanese school children um like i'm talking like high school age teenagers oh good god i'm gonna need 15 to 20 manuals and i still would have lots of more questions i mean the girls all have the sock the girls all wear the socks like up to like their knees and it's all like a uniform i haven't seen kids who aren't in a uniform. <laughs> I have no idea, well, I live next to this neighborhood of America Morda. Which is literally means like American Village. There's like a fake statue of Liberty. There's like a bunch of Uncle Sam stuff. There's a bunch of Gan- Ghanaian people from Ghana, nun, Ghanaian dudes who run like sneaker stores. They all bump like hip hop. There's a bunch of skateboarders. There's always like some weird like huh. sponsored party on the weekends. Like Red Bull had a whole bash there. They were trying to sell me to see some like extreme sport festival. I was like, I wouldn't do it in the U.S. And I'm certainly not going to do it when I won't understand to an even greater degree. <laughs> Uh I wanted to le- I wanted to tell you about some linguistic things I learned about. We can get back to the Japanese school kids. Yeah. Um
1: Let's talk about linguistics cuz that'll lead into my like
0: Uh so I I was uh, I was at this like cocktail party. That sounds like I get invited to things like that all the time, but obviously as you know I don't. But uh it was like a friend of a this guy I met in the building is a journalist for like a, a like the Japanese version of the Associated Press, he invited me to this party that the, that one of his friends was having. So it was a bunch of people, it was me and a bunch of Japanese people, and they were like cooking all this unbelievable food. It was amazing. I, I, we. For some reason, this came up in conversation. I made a joke about. I said, "Watashi wa cherry boy." This when they asked if I was married. Cherry boy is like the Japanese word for a male virgin. <laughs> and the cherry boy. cherry That's boy true. yeah and i was like but you don't call i was like but you don't call a woman that and they said no 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 woman budge and woman to call a woman a virgin you call her a virgin and and they were like they don't say cherry boy in America and I was like I don't I've never I was like maybe they would say like popped we you know he popped her cherry or she popped his cherry but that's like very dated and like kind of vulgar right like would you agree with that
1: Yeah, yes I would yes I would and I have a side story about that but you keep going
0: no I want to hear the
1: side story okay very quickly uh, my Jill my wife and I she is a teacher also we share we swap stories about ridiculous shit that we have to deal with throughout the day one of her kids came up to her a couple months ago and uh, a girl in eighth grade and was like i have this friend and she got her cherry popped oh jesus do you know what that means and so jill was like yeah i know what that means and the conversation went on but then what the reason why i'm bringing this up is jill told me that this girl and many other girls who she's spoken to over the past couple of years really believe that
0: there is a cherry in there Oh, Jesus, God.
1: Is that not this, just
0: like... Maybe, how, that's, how do you, maybe that's what the purpose of cunnilingus is, is to get to the pit. To, to
1: tie the stem with your tongue?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, all medical <laughs> evidence points to that.
1: That would make a lot more sense as to where that whole euphemism came from, like popping the cherry.
0: There must like, be some uh, derivation, like somewhere somebody must have compared something... Like there has to be some... I mean, there maybe like Shakespeare I, I, has I'm, some joke or something. Who knows? Is it rude of me to look up something on the internet while we're talking? It's definitely not rude, but... I, I'm pretty sure it's in Macbeth Act 1, Scene 3.
1: Popping cherry origin.
0: Instead of dropping albums, white privilege just pops cherries. (laughs) Um, So another word I wanted to throw out that I found out. The Japanese have a word for premature ejaculation. Okay. Solo. Solo. Solo? Well, there's no L sound in Japanese. There's no R sound. It's like a sound in between. So it's like solo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's like solo. But what's nuts about it to me is those are two very commonly used letters. Like, how is that not another word in the Japanese? Like, how long has this been a concern that the Japanese like shot a two-syllable, like two-letter word for this phenomenon? So long ago. Himitsu, Himitsu, Kino no Yoru, Watashi wa uh, Soro ga arimashita. Uh so, in one of the Japanese alphabets hiragana um, i've been trying to like learn the alphabet, so i won't be i'm still illiterate I always will be on some level illiterate, but i'm trying to be like at least like a modicum of like semi literacy but uh so the hiragana symbol for ho is a vertical line and like a cursive l with two horizontal stripes over the cursive l almost like flag kind of things on the top of it and the hiragana symbol okay. for ma is almost exactly the same, except it doesn't have the vertical line to the left of the cursive L with the stripes. So the way I remember the difference between the two letters is that ho has this huge cock in it, and ma does not. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean I'm disturbed? Or is that just like a valuable mnemonic device? Thoughts? No,
1: everybody's got their own style of learning, Eric. Come on now.
0: (laughs) What if a student came to you and was like, Dan, listen, I'm really getting the characters confused. I have, uh, you know, I have this huge essay on the characters and all the books we read in 10th grade English this year. And I, can't, I keep confusing Lenny from, of Mice and Men and Holden Caulfield from Catcher in the Rise. So the way I remember it is I really want to fuck both of them.
1: <laughs> I would react just the way I did right now. If somebody caught me off guard like that, <laughs> I would laugh. I think that's very funny. If it, I would be, I would be happy if a kid just had the uh, the wherewithal to say, "Listen, I've got an issue, and I'm thinking about a solution." That I
0: just by that. <laughs> be, uh, wow, man, you're really not painting a positive. I mean, you're not painting a, a Bob Ross. Uh, yo, it's your boy White Privilege. I'm fast forwarding the tape on this podcast. Yo, a lot has been written about how the Japanese have basically, em- they basically emulate American culture better than America at this point. Uh, which is yeah. kind of fascinating. Uh, it'd be nice if they emulated the desire to learn English. I
1: think there's they're smart. I, like there's something very very awesome about American culture. I think there's also something very very awesome about maintaining your your own culture in such a strong way, and by like like they're picking and choosing and building totally totally. A better culture, whereas we have shithead rednecks who hide behind our culture and they just water it down with stupidity and retardation.
0: Yeah, you're right. There's actually a similar issue in Japan. Um, there's a right wing uh, movement in Japan that's like super anti-immigrant. It's primarily directed towards South Koreans. I'd be, be like walking down the street and they'll be like dudes in, on like mega uh, megaphones, like bullhorns, like driving down the street in like these vans, like six six vans in a row sometimes, shouting shit in huh. Japanese, and I'm like. What the hell's going on? They're screaming to like go home to Korea and stuff. It's like a big like movement here. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So never think that the United States has a monopoly on crazy right wing. Uh, no, no. Uh, really. You know,
1: the only reason I think we have a monopoly on it is just because. Uh, so I mean, like that's the new norm now. It's like uh, being a stupid fucktard is the new black.
0: <laughs> yeah well the japanese also to be fair the japanese have rednecks uh, it just happens whenever they drink hey, really <laughs> <laughs> well dan this has been an absolute pleasure and privilege um arigato gozaimashita for participating in the podcast arigato gozaimashita for listening and sayonara